Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'm your host, Francie. Today, I am joined by Kyle, the creator of Out of Spec, and Matt Sinto, a proud new owner of perhaps what is the first EV9 in New England. So welcome back. Thank you two for joining us today on the Out of Spec podcast. How's it going? It's great. Thanks for having me. This is such an honor. Huge super fan. So uh, can't believe I'm in the same virtual room as Kyle Tyre. So. Well, no, and what's funny is you're actually friends with my parents, so it all kind of yeah. works we, together. We have, a, we have a weird Connecticut musical connection, so that's how it... Uh, you can go watch your, your father's video on his channel, which uh, highlights all that. So, Right, so Dave from Out of Spec, Kyle's dad, uh, linked us up with Matt because, like I said, as far as we know, you're the first person to take delivery of a Kia EV9 in New England based on the various groups and online forums and your dealer, actually. So, okay, this is pretty exciting. You're the first one, as far as we know. How has it been so far? So I, I picked up the car Thursday. Um, of course, when I got it, it was at a hundred percent state of charge, which was, which was fantastic. So, um, it was, you know, it's funny, like I, I drive a Tesla, I've been driving EVs for three years now and, you know, you end up like educating the dealer on things, you know I mean? That's just kind of what happens, but, um, car is fantastic. I mean, I got a million things I like to talk about. Um, super happy customer. Uh, this car kind of just fell into my lap because I pre-ordered, pre-ordered one in November, um, I pre-ordered the land all-wheel drive trim, which is the one above um, the wind version that I got. Um, the real main difference is, I, I think, is better speaker system. It's a six-row, a six-seater, a six-seater, so two captain's chairs. Um, it's got nice. some the funky like lights display on the front grille. Um, but other than that, like spec-wise, you know, charging-wise and performance-wise, the cars are 
basically identical and it was in like a gray color. It wasn't the exact color I had reserved, but I went to check the car out. My dealer said, we got this retail car in just by chance. It seemed like they were just like handing them out to like select dealers in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Um, So I knew I wanted all wheel drive because the performance difference between that and the rear wheel is, you know, almost double. So um, I went, checked it out and I basically signed for it that, that day I was able to take my wife's current lease. I've been a Kia customer for several years now. I've got a f- few Kias. Um, and I ended up leasing this, this one mainly because of the, the $7,500 lease cash that you get with it, which mm-hmm. you're not going to get if you purchase the vehicle. So, I mean, I think that's an immense, immense savings, kind of like a little EV loophole. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's been a great experience, great experience so far. Yeah, last several so days. far, so good. That's a pretty good um, alternative instead of waiting and waiting for your EV for it to be like, hey, we've we've got one actually ready for you early. Uh, do you well, they, they told to me it probably it? wouldn't be until March or April of next year for th- the so, specific one I ordered to come in. So that's pretty crazy. So yeah, came in this. Yeah, my year, wife got next. an early early Christmas gift, so it's great. So <laughs> Matt. Maybe before we go too far, for some of our audience who doesn't know what the Kia EV9 is, uh, this is a car I have not yet driven. No one at Out of Spec has driven it yet. Uh, I've been around one and I've filmed a tour, but only very few media have driven it. And they're mostly like the North American Car of the Year jurors or the World Car of the Year jurors because Kia just likes to get those titles and I'm not sure how much money they pay for them. But uh, some people will tell me zero. Some people will tell me a lot. Either way, it seems like on the surface, the Kia EV9 seems like it should win without even me driving. I mean, it just seems like it's got great charging, great space, great styling, reasonable value. It's not cheap. It's certainly quite expensive of a product, but you get a lot. And you know, we know that the EGMP platform that it's built on, this is the largest stretched out version that they'll make of this particular platform. We know there's many versions coming. Like you mentioned, there's a rear wheel drive that just seems abnormally and awfully slow, like nine second or eight second, zero to 60. I'm not sure what it is. But then when you go all wheel drive, okay, now the thing wakes up over 300 horsepower, plenty to move it. And we know there'll be a GT version coming down the line at some point, which will be cool. Um, either way, I mean, like, I think it, to me, it's one of the cars I'm most excited about in 2024. And, and a lot of those cars I'm excited about are coming from Hyundai, Kia, and Genesis because they just seem to be raising the bar on value, understanding the North American market, providing what we want. Although I still think there are some setbacks in general from software and integration and route planning and preconditioning and all the stuff that you know from your Tesla so well that seemingly is missing in these products. But my understanding is the EV9 has newer software. So maybe you can just walk us through roughly your impressions of the car. How did the delivery go? First of all, what was that like? What did the dealer, how did they interact with you? What was that sales process and delivery process like all the way to where you are today? Yeah. So I had been working with someone at my, I live on Cape Cod. So we have a Kia dealer that I was working with and uh, they helped me set up like the pre-order, which I put in, you know, deposit back in, I think it opened in North America, like middle of November. Um, so I've been tracking it for a while because I've been following this car since like the concept. I maybe, maybe 2020. It was such a wild like concept. And honestly, like they didn't really 
delineate too far from like at least like the exterior of it. The interior, maybe they, you know, you gotta make some concessions when you're actually like manufacturing the product. But um, so I I just email my my dealer for hey, what's going on? You know, because I've seen some deliveries for people coming in mostly in California, like on the West Coast. Um, they're getting shipments of vehicles. And I emailed him and said, Well, it just happens that we have this retail car in. Um, why don't you come check it out and test drive it? So I said, Great. And then I, I kind of went looked back at my spec sheet. It was very similar, you know, spec wise to the one I ordered. So hey, let's see, let's see what it is. Um, and I took that test drive and I just said, you know, if if I don't pick this car up today, I think it's gonna be gone within yeah. the next few days. Cause it's just, you know, it's the only one, like at least in the the region that I that I mm-hmm. knew of, um, and it fit my criteria. So um, I love the Kia dealership here. I Cape Cod is great. I mean, obviously, like kind of goes dealer by dealer, like what the experience is. Um, I was working with um, um, two two salesmen. One has like a he had an EV6, so he was a little more knowledgeable. You know, like that was his personal car, so that was good. We can kind of like talk mm-hmm. and you know. Um, but yeah, there's some things that you know a lot of dealers just don't really know, like. If I ask, like, does this have battery preconditioning? Like, you know, or like how many volts, you know, is this 800 volt, 400 volt? Like, you know, like those types of questions, you know, they're not really sure of. They'll give you like, well, it charges eight, 10 to 80% in 30 minutes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, that's like the, you know, kind of someone who like, you know, I, I have a Tesla. I kind of, you know, the lingo. And so, mm-hmm. um, but it was, it was great. I was able to move my lease right over. And like I said, like taking the lease cash, like 7,500 bucks off the, MSRP is an insane amount of savings. It um, really is. So, you know, it made it made the deal pretty good for us. Um, so you leased it for years. how long then? So I did 36 months, uh, 10,000 miles a year. It's my okay. wife's primary vehicle. And, you know, I, my my Tesla I use, I, I put like 35,000 miles a year on. Yeah, you drive commuting. that. I, I drive like, a, you know, I almost have 100,000 miles on that car. So, <laughs> nice. so, so this so- this is not that car. But you know question I mean? for you. So on the lease cash, the, that's $7,500. Yeah. Just as an example, when you lease a Tesla or even, I'm trying to think of BMW does this, but a few brands wow. do this, where when you lease a, a vehicle and you get the $7,500 tax credit, they put it towards, because it's Kia Financial Services or Hyundai Motor Financial, whoever right. is packing the lease, they get the $7,500. Some of them put it towards the principal component of the lease so that your monthly payment is dropped significantly. Uh, and some of them take it off the MSRP of the car, which means you as the lease owner or leaseholder, you only realize you know 40% of that $7,500. Do you know how Kia does that? So yes, of course, it's incredibly convoluted and confusing, but... I think the way it works is you actually have two options from the, when I was talking to the finance guy, he was telling me that you could actually take the cash. Like, I think you can actually, cause like, I was like, cause the way that they wrote, wrote it out is it was like, I was applying that $7,500 as a down payment. Right. Oh, so it's off. So, of, so it's off of your payments, which is correct. huge. That's a big correct. impact. So, you know, I put, so, I mean, I was able to make like a s- nice substantial down payment to help the, bring the cost down. And, you know, it definitely helps with like how insane interest rates are and everything right now. So, you know, um, that was, that was, that's, that's essentially the way it works. I think that's the move. That. And it's also like, if you were to purchase it, you would forego that $7,500. You wouldn't because, be able to get, and you can't get tax credit. Right. You know, it doesn't qualify. Yours was mm-hmm. built in South Korea then. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because yeah. the American ones won't be built until end of this coming year, I think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's no way it has to. Yeah. be. you know, yeah. it came off of, it came off of a boat, definitely. So, <laughs> so what makes sense is just lease it. I mean, yet yeah, uh, overall the cost is going to be a little bit higher if you lease it and then buy it out. But the seventy five hundred dollars kind of makes that a wash. Mm-hmm. So you could essentially try it out for a few years, and then right, you can right. either give it back or buy it out, and you'd still probably be ahead. And I agree. I mean, I'm not like the biggest fan of leasing in general, but this the really the thing that really sweetened the deal for us was I still had 18 months left on my wife's sportage lease, and they were able to they bought the car out. No way from us, even in this so, like, market. So I mean, I didn't have like any negative equity in that vehicle. That's so they sweet. they just I was like, sounds good to me. They bought it out, you know, just rolled it in. And th- that if, if that wasn't if that didn't happen, uh, it would have been a little more difficult, I think, for us mm-hmm. to make it happen. But that's a wow. huge bonus. So they that really was, made that. But that plus, yeah, I'm, I props to my dealer, Cape and Islands Kia. You know, um, it was great, and you know, it was uh, ex- exciting picking the car up and then you mm-hmm. know driving it around the last few days. Everyone's like, "What the heck is this car?" You know, nice. <laughs> like, yeah, you have, pro- so, you have the first one probably on Cape Cod or, or definitely, you know, for a short period. I mean, no I pro- I'm, it, it might be this way for months. I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people pre-ordered to my dealer here either. You know, were there um, other EV9s that arrived in the shipment of yours? I, so my so my dealer told me there were five other ones that like were distributed in like the Boston area and and maybe like, you know, South Shore cape cod area this is the only one at cape cod wow i mean it's just like this is a handful and you know like i said most of the ones look like they're coming in on the west coast and maybe now we're starting to get more like northeast and that well east coast deliveries you know i see some folks in florida taking delivery it's mostly it's mostly like there there is a gt line available now i mean i've seen those i haven't seen very many wind there's no rear wheel from what I see at all. Interesting. People so they're mostly the, the higher spec ones coming yeah, in. Yeah, they're doing the all-wheel drive first. So this is like the, the cheapest all-wheel drive is the wind, you know, wind version. Right. But, I mean, I, you still get a ton of, like, great convenience features in the car. So we, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we could talk about that, you know, if you like. But uh, Yeah. yeah. I, I would love to know. So, I mean, of course, the lease was the right lifestyle choice for you. But also, you've been driving EV. You've been driving Tesla. So why would you switch to... The Kia EV9, why did that fit your lifestyle more yeah. compared to other options? Well, I just, I really wanted a three-row SUV and I wanted it to be electric. And like, I guess when that's your criteria, there are not a lot of down. options. So, I mean, Volvo's coming out with one um, more expensive than the one, you know, we have. I know that. Um, the Model X, like, you know, I don't really think of that like an SUV. I mean, I, I, it doesn't really feel like a big, like, chonker, like, you know, like, suburban. Like, this thing is, like, I, like the, I, the R1S is, like, you know, an ideal car, but it's $90,000, you know? Like, when, you know, when I go spec one every week or whatever, um, you know, like, this that's how much it costs. So this is $30,000 less with the savings I had, so... Um, yeah. you know, that was the type of vehicle I was looking for. Um, so that was, that, th- that was pretty key. And also, you know, just being knowledgeable with electric vehicles, I know the charging platform on this thing is like rock solid. So, do, I mean, I have to, I'll have to fight a little bit with like, you know, not using a Tesla charger on my road trips, but we don't, we don't do a ton of like, 
you know, like long, you know, 800 mile trips like that much where I have to stop multiple times, you know, if I'm driving down to Connecticut, see friends of mine, I mean, I'll stop one time, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. we'll see what that experience is like. That'll be totally and doable. There's plenty so, of stations now. And I'm also, you know, hopefully within maybe, maybe even this year, I'll be able to get my, my adapter for my car and charge a Tesla. I don't know. You know yeah, that's I, right. I don't know. So that's, that's going to be happening. You know, obviously this, this shipped with CCS, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, NACS connector. Um, right. So, you know, I, I, when you weigh all those things, I wanted like this size vehicle and I want to be, I wanted to be like full EV family, you know, mm-hmm. like no more gas stations, not doing that. So, you know, this just, this kind of made sense. And the EV6, you know, like it's, it's, you know, basically the same platform pretty much as that vehicle. And, you know, um, the, the nerdy electric vehicle stuff, you know, just, you know, checked all the boxes for me. So that, that's what, that's what kind of did it. So um, after you purchased it, how'd the delivery go? Did they have it like a bow on it? What was that like? Cause I have no idea what a Kia dealer does. to. So I like, I went in, it was Thursday morning. I went in test drove the car. I told my wife I was going to, I, I didn't tell her the car was there because I wanted it to be a surprise. And I was like pretty certain I was going to be getting this car, you know, and I test drove and I was like, I got to get this car. So, um, I went in, you know, I, I got all the numbers. We, we talked over that. My wife and I came home and I called the dealer. I was like, can you have this car ready for me? And he was like, yeah. We can, you know, he's like, we usually do like a whole delivery thing. Talk about the car. I'm like, I don't need any of that. I've been, you know, I've been studying this thing for months. Like I'm, you know, I'm showing you what to do. So I think we're, <laughs> I think we're, I think we're good. So yeah, they gave me like a bow. I brought it and I parked in the driveway, did the whole, like, you know, like those Lexus commercials, <laughs> like, right, you know, it was, it was great. So we both, we blew, we love the car. It's been, oh, it's been great. Sweet. I mean, um, so it was, it was, it was pretty seamless. They made it super easy. I know. I mean, you got to go through the whole like paperwork signing thing. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like taking, you know, like you're not Tesla's, you know, like you shut, you, you, don't, you don't have to speak to anyone. You go pick yeah. up one of those cars if you don't want to, but I, I kind of like, yeah, I like talking to people, so. but I, yeah. but I got the car same day. You know, I literally went in there. I picked it up at like 5 PM, you know, you know, they cleaned it, whatever else I needed to do. So yeah, pretty, pretty seamless. <laughs> Great experience, it sounds like. Yeah. And I was looking, and um, you probably already have your at-home charger, but that Kia does offer like other incentives like that, like a charge point at-home charger. Did they? Did you? Are you participating in any of that? So I got two things, um, which I think was I think I'm missing one item, which they weren't sure what I was talking about, but I, like there there was some like if you pre-ordered you know, in the month of November, you get like some sort of package. So I did get a thousand kilowatt hour of charging at Electrify America, um, which I'm able to do through like the Kia connect app. I already linked, linked all that. Um, and then I think like the actual, like one ten volt home little like mobile charger is part of the package, which I got as well. Um, they didn't, there's no like vehicle to load, you know, like including that, which it's a, you know, it's something I can do in my car, you know, um, that I can't do in my Tesla, but I think well, that's I interesting that, that it didn't because even EV six, I think came with the V to L adapter, but I honestly I don't, didn't, I, I don't think I have one of those. Like I looked through the thing and it looked like I just had the, you know, I just had the home charger. Well, don't buy one. I think my dad has an extra one. He'll give it to you. Well, so they, just... they may owe me one too. So okay, I'm not sure. sure. So I'll, sure. I'll figure it out. But I have my Tesla charger. I bought an adapter, you know, Tesla to, um, 
you know, J whatever, seventeen seventy two, whatever it's called. Right and for then, home charging. Uh, then does yeah, it work? So I just have you charged it? Do you have a wall connector at home, a Tesla one? I do. Does it yep. charge the EV nine? Does okay because I've uh, I have which of course I was here. not sure of until I got the car. <laughs> yeah, well, the, I was like, here we go. Hope it works. That's the thing. the The Hyundai Kia Genesis cars are the only ones I ever have issues charging on wall connectors, and it might be early software of like all the you know most of the pre production test cars that we get are on like kind of patchy software for our videos and stuff. And I just sometimes I had a Genesis GV60. I genuinely could not get to charge here. Some of them yeah, I have to unplug, replug, shut the car off, recycle it, and then it'll and then it'll go. But um, hmm. that I'm really interested. I'm glad to hear that that's been working fine. If you see any glitches, I think the trick is to cycle the power of the car, and then it should okay. start to connect. So when I first, I've only plugged in one time because I just want to make sure it worked. I'm trying to like kill the battery so I can fast charge it. But I I plugged it in. And like it waited like a good eight seconds before it clicked on, so I was like, "Yeah, it has to call back." So (laughs) the the charger's looking for like Tesla can communication, and then it falls back to you know basically pulse width modulation, which is what most cars communicate on for for level two. So you might even see that like on my Rivian, every time I plug in, the charge port goes red, and then it'll go to a fallback, and that's where it can communicate with the charger, got it, uh, or the EBSE. But yeah, that's interesting. Keep an eye on that as time goes forward to see how that works. I think the official Tesla universal wall connector with the built-in uh, sort of magic dock thing, that right, one right. I think works better with non-Tesla vehicles, but um, pretty interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about your first fast charging experience. Do you have the like OBD app stuff yet for it? You got to get a little I dongle. I don't think so. Okay, no. I will send you a link. And this is... So important to any nerd who owns an eGMP vehicle. You can monitor your battery pack temperatures and everything with uh, with like your phone over Bluetooth. Okay. And then you can make sure that your battery's at the right temperature before you plug in because they will only give you full power when you are uh, at the correct temperature of your battery pack. And preconditioning kind of sucks in those cars because they won't precondition so I- below 20%. And I I think if you route I have to I have to read it again to make sure I think if you route to a, like an EA charger, it does precondition the car. Yes, I think I, I, I think it does. Like it's a setting you can turn on or off. I don't know why yeah. you'd ever turn that off. Yeah, I, I don't you, know. You know. But you could. But I you know I have to click like activate preconditioning and then it will do its thing. And again, like it doesn't really give you any information for like how long it needs to be or, you know, like, so that's the stuff like coming from my Tesla to this, like that little quirky stuff, you know, is a little annoying, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, Well, just the fact uh, that it doesn't precondition below 20%. So if you're too far away from the charger or you're at too low state of charge, which is typically how you would arrive to a charger on a road trip, it will not precondition the battery because it wants to extend your range with better efficiency. But what I care about is like just, warm the battery up i'll show up at zero percent i don't care right right because yeah. you can't you can't override that like if you like it won't even let you do it no there's no way to to have it preconditioned be- below 20 percent state of charge okay well it's yeah. good to keep in mind then <laughs> yeah which is how like everyone road trips who's getting to a charger at 20 percent yeah exactly right yeah okay. that's not exactly lining up but okay so you've taken delivery you had the bow everything's going pretty well so what aspects moving inside your ev9 stand out to you most in terms of you know the performance the comfort the overall driving experience 
Yeah, uh, build quality is like 10 out of 10. I mean, there's no like creaking, no rattling. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like none of the things my Model S will do from time to time, you know. <laughs> um, the, the interior quality is really nice. There's no piano black anywhere. Huge plus for me personally, because I just, like Kara's, my wife's old Sportage was like piano black. Everything's like, you know, piano black. But there's none in that, you know. So it's nice. It's I'm not sure what exactly. It must be some vegan leather material that like a lot of the console is kind of wrapped in um the seats are um in my trim are ac seats heated seats heated steering wheel which is nice mm-hmm. um you know the car sits up pretty high so um super comfortable inside um a lot of room like there's a lot of space like especially above my head i mean i'm only like five eight but i mean there's a tremendous amount of space i have um there's two two um what are they called sunroof 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 yeah there's a sunroof which you can open on the driver and passenger side then there's um one above like the second row seating which has like an automatic shade that you can like play with which is cool um very cool so that comes in my trim level um but yeah build quality has been great and the the ride i would say is actually pretty sporty um Mm. it's i mean i wouldn't say it's like a really firm suspension but um you know it takes corners really well like the steering is you know when you're like at like um a, you know a, a clip like it's pretty sporty handling which i like mm-hmm. um and i've been you know playing around with it i pretty much only drive in sport mode because i think that's like the only way to fully appreciate the vehicle but um but yeah it's great and turning radius was actually really surprising how good it was like, you know, it's, okay. a, it's a big and i'm not sure like what dynamics control that sort of thing but um like you know technically but you know i'm like doing stuff in the parking i'm like wow i'm really so, i'm i thought for sure i'd hit that car you know what I mean? like <laughs> you're like so it was it's it's impressive um and it's it's been it's pretty you know i would say like firm steering like it's not like you know you have to do like multiple turns to, like move the thing mm-hmm. um but it's really fun to drive. I mean, in a line, you don't even realize this thing weighs like 6,000 pounds. Right. It's you not unheavy. Like, it's a heavy beast for sure. But, I mean, you put your foot on it. I mean, it's it goes. So, I mean, you feel it like in corners for sure. I mean, you know. But but in a line, you know, and and be, be curious what if you got like seven people in it, like what that's like, <laughs> Sure. You know? I just Im- imagine um, seven people in the rear wheel drive. That must be really slow. Oof. Well, I think the I don't know what the horsepower is, but like it's like plus seven plus seconds, zero to sixty. Maybe it's like two hundred something horsepower. This one's almost four hundred, I think. And then um, you can actually purchase for nine hundred dollars a performance upgrade. Really, so I've it's never software. Heard of it's software. I just checked it out. I mean, I'm I'm not going to purchase it, but you know, if you really wanted to do that, like send your family like flying. I guess you can do that. <laughs> That's um, awesome, actually. That's kind of so cool. I think it brings a zero to sixty to like sub five seconds. Okay, mm. nice. Okay, um, so I think right now maybe it's like a five two or something like that. I mean, it's, for that it's size vehicle, enough. it's yeah, plenty yeah. fast. I mean, so it feels pretty planted on the road, dr- super comfortable. I would say it's a very quiet interior. It's definitely so- quieter than my Model S. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my, I have a 2017 Model S and, you know, it doesn't have like all of like the, you know, maybe acoustical changes that like a new one would have. Um, but it's, it's substantially quieter. Um, and I think as you go up the trim level, 
they add more acoustic features to the vehicle. I don't know if that's like in the door or with the glass or whatever. Yeah, that's common. Um, but yeah, but the ride is the ride's great. The only thing that kind of annoys me with the cars, and I don't know if you can turn this off, but like under thirty miles an hour, it makes this like humming sound. Like yes, the pedestrian warning sound. Yeah, even in even in uh, drive, like not just in reverse. Yep. So it's like it's humming along, like when I pull out my driveway, and then I think above like thirty miles an hour. So I was like, you know, for me again, this is like a Tesla thing. Or it's like I don't want sound. You know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, watch out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, so, so your wife uh, has she driven it then? Yeah, yeah. What is what's her impression? Because obviously she's going from a combustion and smaller SUV to right. electric. Did she have any concerns? Obviously, it sounds like you guys are just going to charge at home most of the time. Are you going to charge to a hundred percent every day? Do you have a charge limit set? What's your plan? You, so I set it to ninety. I mm-hmm. mean, you can you can set it. I think like seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred or something on there. Yeah, you can go down to um, forty maybe. Okay, and then you can also. You can also limit how fast, like you can set it to like five kilowatts, seven kilowatt or nine kilowatt. So it'll take nine because I have like the 48 amp charger. Right. Um, so I always like to, I mean, even with my Tesla, I'll turn, I, I never charge it like full. Sure. Yeah. You know? if, if I can afford it, I'll put the thing down to like 15 amps and just like sit on that, you know, all day. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't even plugged it in yet. We've had it since Thursday. I've been driving all over the place. I still have like 30% battery. So it's like, wow. I think we've dispelled that whole notion that like, again, it was at a hundred percent when I picked it up. But again, like we've made, I mean, we've, it's got 280 miles, you know, rated, whatever that means. Um, right. So it's, it's, it's working. And you know, when it's low, just my wife can plug it in there. And I'm usually at work most of the day. So we'll work out some sort of schedule. I just, I just require the charger from the hours of like 9 PM to 6 AM. That's right just, for your Tesla. It's yeah. just going to be there. This is going to be the rule um, in order for me to go anywhere. Um, but you know, we we're comfortable. Like my wife's driven my Tesla. Like, you know, she kind of knows like what the experience is like, especially with like regen braking and you know, those sorts of things. But um, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's way more comfortable than the, the sportage that we had before. Um, so we, 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 we love it. So good. I'm glad to hear it's, uh, it's all working out for you. And you know, that's one of those cars that I've been trying to drive for so long. And, uh, we did get, he is doing like a little event, uh, like a month from now where we're able to drive it. But honestly, I might just fly out and do your car. Um, you come out. I, I just, I, I'm, I can't ship it to you. Okay. I'm not going to do that whole thing, fine. but uh, you got to come I'll, to me. I'll come well, out I'm, I'm serious. You, open invitation. Yeah. We'll have a good time. Come out here. Yeah. I just <laughs> think it'd be, I could probably get it done sooner than the Kia thing. And it's like, it's so confusing because certain like YouTubers and certain media have gotten the car and then they're like, obviously all talking about it. And because we're not on like world car of the year jury we don't get i'm like what like everyone on our audience wants to know the nerd (laughs) stuff on this car i also genuinely have no idea how it's going to charge because i think it's rated for like 10 or 20 kilowatts less peak than the smaller battery ev6 okay i think it's rated at 220 or 230 i I I don't remember i think i think 220 i found some charging curve chart online which i don't know how reliable that is because i don't know how much information people really have about it so yeah, I'm. I want to. I'm trying. I'm going to get this thing down to like 10, percent and then go throw it on. We have a three. We have a 350 EA station, Great. like mm, in Hyannis nice. here. So we're going to. Yeah, I'm going to see what it's like. 
You know, but yeah. it, from what I've seen, like, I mean, it's supposed to hold 200 up to like 70% from like, yeah, what I was looking at, you know, it's it, like, or maybe like, you know, a little bit below that. And then it falls off like a cliff. But it's going to smoke your Tesla's charging. It's oh just going to be no, awesome. Man. I mean, I get like peak 125 on my car. I have a 75D. Oh, it's a, 75. Okay. it's a 75D. So, and like they've, I think they've even like uncorked it a little bit. So, like, occasionally I'll see like 140. I'm like, whoa, what's going on for about <laughs> sure. 10 seconds? You yeah. Know? But, you know, over 50%, I'm charging like sub, like maybe 80 kilowatt, you know, like it's, yeah, wow. You know, it's, it's slow. So, this thing mm-hmm. should, you know, like I said, granted, I could find a charger to fast charge on, you know, um, but this, you know, but you know, ninety five percent of the time we're going to be charging the car at home. So you know, mm-hmm. that's it's what that's not a huge concern for me. But um, not a ton of public infrastructure out there where you are. Um, I've I've seen some like there's there's some we have some new charge point stations that like just propped up in some places. I'm like, oh okay, I got, I'm see I couldn't I would never go check those out in my Tesla before, but you know I'll see what's going mm-hmm. on. Um, we've just got EA stations, which okay. took like three years. They were sitting. Like at Cape Cod Mall since like 2020, oh. just with the bags over them, oh, like gosh. waiting for the company to hook them up or get the transformer. And like the unveiling was, I think, this past spring. Finally, they opened. And of course, they were all down within the first week because I would drive oh, no. by. I would drive by and just like, you know, just be like, what's going on with these things? And like, just, you know, not working. So uh, um, good luck with the Kia they then. Seem be, they seem to be good, but yeah. Okay, well, yeah, good luck with that. And you've got that yeah. free charging, too. So sounds like you're pretty pleased with this, which is really great. And you're excited. It seems like you would recommend this to other people who are looking for that, you know, big SUV EV, which is the Kia EV9. It, like mm-hmm. Kyle said, it's one uh, fitting into the market where it, there's there's definitely a gap there. So yeah, thank you, Matt, yeah, for absolutely. coming on to the podcast and telling us all about your exciting new EV. And good luck with the fast charging, with getting to know it and everything. Great. Thanks for having me, Bill. It's awesome. Thanks, yeah. Matt. Good to see you. And um, yep. yeah, definitely, probably we'll, we'll make a video with you, an update video next time I'm in the area with your EV9. Sounds great. I'd love to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's happy to come steal it from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see you later. See you in eight hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Out of Spec podcast. We will catch you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.